Whether you're hitting the road on your way to work or just hitting snooze. Broadcasting live and local. This is, is Lee Faulkner on 864 Triple M. And welcome to the podcast. And coming up, we'll have a Friday foodies. So we'll look back at the cafe where we talked about uniform policies, in particular for women, whether they're getting a bit outdated or not. And as we do on a Friday on the Triple M Network, it is our Flock of 80s Friday, and we revisit all the wonderful things about the 1980s, a decade where I went from age 10 in 1980 to age 20 in 1990, very influential decade in my growing up. So everything, the fashion, the big events from... Being able to go to Expo 88 as an 18-year-old and, uh, you know, only just being able to go into nightclubs, do all that sort of stuff and have a beer at Expo. Uh, taking you right back to, of course, being woken up early hours of the morning in 1983 to uh, watch the uh, America's Cup and uh, remembering the euphoria surrounding that. I love the decade. I love the music. But uh, for those that weren't there like producer Rob, who's only 26, uh, well, the events might be a little hazy. So we play a little thing called the Generation Game, and uh, it didn't go quite so well this week for producer Rob, and we had a look back at some of the big events of the 1980s. See how you go here next. Peter, g'day, how are you? I'm well, thank you, mate. All right, you ready to play the Generation Game against Robbie? I'll give it a crack. Okay. When I ask a question, if you think you know the answer, jump in with your name, all right? Okay. Are you ready to go, Big Robbie? I'm ready to go, Lee. All right. Here we go. First question in the generation game. Uh, in the 1980s, and very early 1980s, in fact, 1981, a 17-year-old Grant Kenny won the Australian Open Ironman title for the second time. Peter. And Hang on, Peter. Just let me finish the question. I know you're keen, but it inspired which movie... With a, gold, with a Gold Coast suburb in its name. Yes, Peter? Kill and get a gold. Thank you. There was no way I was ever going to get that. You don't know that movie? <laughs> no. I Kill and get a gold. Oh, please. I've got a film degree and I don't even know. All it. right. In 1984, fine cotton was a scandal. Was it about counterfeit cotton shirts? Peter. Peter. Horse racing. It was about horse racing. It was the great scandal where they switched horses. Fine cotton. You didn't know about fine cotton? I thought you were going to pick questions that I might have a chance of getting <laughs> well, this I time. I thought you would have heard of the fine cotton scandal. I mean, no. it's been brought up not that long ago. All right. Okay. You're got you going to know about this one. Okay. Peter is carving you up. Uh, in May of that same year, in uh, out of Melbourne, a 61-year-old potato farmer. Peter. What was his name? Cliff Young. It was Cliff Young. He shuffled his way and ran from Sydney to Melbourne to win the Sydney to Melbourne Marathon. <laughs> he just carved you up. Oh, my God. I, I only have one other one that was going to be the tiebreaker if it was getting down to it or something like that. I, in 1983, Australia won the America's Cup thanks to a design by Ben Lexon. Was it a wing sail? A wing keel, Peter. A wing keel. I wouldn't have got that. You Lee. wouldn't have got that. It's over. It's done. Stop I thought you the were gonna... fight before Robbie gets further hurt. I thought uh... you were going to have ones that I might get a chance <laughs> with this time, Lee. Peter, you carved him up. You've done it for us, mate. Well done. And you got yourself the prize pack. Congratulations. Just hang on there and we'll get Robbie to do what he actually knows how to do, and that is uh, take your details. Well, that's that's good. Our old fellas have still, still got it, mate. We sure do. Good on you, Peter. You have a great day. Thanks, mate. 
You cannot be serious! Yes, I'm serious, and sorry kids, but this is probably not what you wanted to hear as you head off to school today. But according to Psychology Today, a new study suggests people are much more likely to remember a fact if their life is threatened while learning it. Yes, it seems the old adage of repetition, repetition, repetition will only get you so far. But when the brain is triggered with a life-threatening situation, something sciencey happens and signals are sent that then cement whatever it is you are learning into your consciousness and boom, presto, a memory for life. Now, the psychology website isn't suggesting we turn our schools into a version of SAS Australia for all lessons, but essentially that sort of extremity would help if you really want to remember something. Mind you, it hasn't seemed to help Paulie Fennick remember to keep his pants on. Anyway, it, it does give a different take to this classic movie scene when old Dirty Harry was obviously just trying to help the poor guy remember his addition. I know what you're thinking. Did he fire six shots or only five? Well, to tell you the truth, in all this excitement, I've kind of lost track myself. But Ian, this is a 44 Magnum, the most powerful handgun in the world, and would blow your head clean off. You've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? You cannot be serious! My favourite time of the week is we get to talk all things food. We do it with Kristen O'Brien from Dine Darling Downs. Good morning. Good morning, Lee. How are you going? Well, I'm great because we're talking about my favourite time of the day. Early hours when you're a breakfast radio announcer, breakfast is something that is important to me. And some would say uh, the most important meal of the day. And here's a question for our listeners. Have you ever had breakfast at a butcher's? It sounds unusual, doesn't it? <laughs> Look, I have, and I know that you have too, Lee, yes. because uh, we've talked about Andrew's meats in the market room at Grand Central before, and this is an experience that you really just have to try. Yeah, it is absolutely brilliant. I used to take my daughter there on a Saturday morning when my son was playing cricket, and he never knew, but he will now, uh, so we'll be in trouble. But it's very much on the radar uh, of my teenage son himself because he loves those bacon and egg burgers. Uh, my daughter did too, that the soft buns that they use, and they mm. grill them, everything's done on the grill. Oh, they have a full kitchen set up, cooking as part of the butcher shop, and uh, the new brekkie burger on offer is just magnificent. They do, and it's so good. I can tell you all about it. The Brecky Stack Burger from Andrew's Meats, it includes a black Angus beef patty, free-range fried egg, cheese, a crispy hash brown, there's lashings of wood-smoked bacon on top, hickory sauce, all on a fresh-baked bun. Oh, my goodness. That sounds absolutely fantastic. That is a works burger and a half. You can try breakfast at the butcher shop. Uh, and I, I know you're going to love this. I haven't tried that one, but I know where I'm going uh, after I finish here. Find Andrew's Meats. Uh, in fact, just follow the smell of the bacon frying in the market room at Grand Central, and that'll lead you straight to them. It will. And look, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, don't forget our amazing Toowoomba Farmers Market. It's on tomorrow morning, Lee. Oh, we love that. Many of our local farmers, of course, they've been absolutely hammered during the recent rain event. So get out and support them. Get into the markets tomorrow morning from 7 at the Cobb and Co Museum there and uh, just underneath the windmills on Lindsay Street. It is. And look, you can pick up your fresh uh, local produce, eggs, honey, meat and bread 
But you can also um, grab a coffee and breakfast there as well. Uh, it's a great spot. I just love the farmer's markets. Uh, go and say good day to some of our really good friends there. A great outing for the entire family. You'll find even more uh, food that the family will love at dinedarlingdowns.com.au and plenty of ways to go and support our local hospitality industry. They really could use it right now. Takeaway, uh, dine-in or even home delivery. Support a local where you can. And Kristen O'Brien, we will talk things food next Friday morning. Look forward to it. Uh, now, this week we saw a rather unusual photo doing the rounds online. It was apparently of a mushroom growing in the bottom of one of those uh, coffee makers in a hotel room. So we asked, what did you find in the hotel room? And I don't think any of us expected this. Uh, Susie, what did you find in the uh, hotel room? Um, well, my husband and I went for a romantic night away down yeah. in the city. Oh, nice. And, um, yeah, we stayed in one of those posh hotels. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, pretty um, good normally. I mean, you wouldn't find too much, surely. <laughs> um, we had a bit of a big night. Right. And, um, and we came home and hopped straight into bed. And um, when we woke up the next morning, there were brown stains all through the bed. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> I, I, I'm like, fearful to ask what happened. <laughs> or were they there when you got there and you didn't notice? Well, we finally worked out yeah. after a little while that it was the little chocolates that they came and put oh. on our pillows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they've put them on the pillows. Yeah. And you've yep. not even, you just chucked the pillows about and you got into bed and you wake up the mm-hmm. next morning a bit worse for wear after your big night. And you're mm-hmm. looking around thinking, oh, God, what have we done? Mm-hmm. And it's it's the little chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, we step into the cafe thanks to milk and honey and enjoy some of their lovely brekkie, like the house-made crumpets, bacon, and oh, absolutely delicious. You want to go check that out at Milk and Honey. And joining me in uh, the cafe this morning, uh, the uh, CEO of the Toowoomba Hospital Foundation, Alison Kennedy. Good morning. Good morning, Lee. And from Classic Recruitment, Joy Mingay. Good morning. Good morning, Lee. I think this one's right in your wheelhouse, so oh, being yes. a recruitment. All right, we'll get to you in just a second. But uh, let's talk about the what we're talking about this morning is... Uh, an email that's gone out from the uh, Transport Union, uh, and it highlights the uniform policy uh, that has been issued by Qantas. And there's a few things in there that the union is sort of taking umbrage at, uh, particularly surrounding women's uniforms, uh, you know, heels and hosiery and all those sorts of things. Uh, And one thing that really stood out to a lot of people is the absolute necessity for all female employees of Qantas uh, to have to wear makeup uh, on a regular, on a daily basis. Uh, Now, if you choose to wear makeup, uh, that's great, but should these uniform policies uh, insist that women have to wear makeup. And how different would it be if the boot was on the other foot and it was blokes being told, yeah, you know what, we'd much prefer it if you just sort of prittied yourself up a little bit with a little bit of, st- you know, I could only imagine. Uh, Alison Kennedy, uh, are these policies out of date uh, or is it about keeping an image for an airline like Qantas because you don't want to get on the flight and see somebody who might be looking like they've had a bit of a rough night the night before? Like all the people getting on the plane. Who like the all the people get, and probably the pilot as well, <laughs> yeah. who's oh, probably oh, up the front oh, oh. Here we go. Oh, look, how long have we got, Lee? Because it's such a big conversation. And um, I was actually, I don't even know why I thought of it this morning, because um, I come into these segments pretty much blind, because I find that then I can just, you know, speak my mind. Yeah. And, um, 
I was even thinking about uniforms and schools and things. Yeah. And we've just moved schools recently and, and I really, I don't know, I'm going to probably get um, people offside, but um, fancy that, me doing that. But anyway, um, <laughs> is that I don't think a uniform makes a school and I don't think a uniform makes an airline and I don't think that we need all these policies because people that generally go into that line of business are probably kind of well-groomed anyway, I would imagine, and they're probably lovely people and I don't wear makeup five days out of five, and I don't think it upsets too many people. No. Well, if it does, you can phone in now and let me know. No. Um, <laughs> but I, I just think it's really unusual in this day and age that we're still we're still worrying about these sorts of things. And actually, yeah. International Women's Day coming up next, um, next week. And thank That's you right. to the paper. They asked me to put in a bio and all this sort of stuff. And they said, what does International Women's Day mean to you? And I said, when we don't have International Women's Day, then I think we'll mm. have win won yep. the race. So let's oh, stop talking absolutely. about makeup. Let's stop yep. talking about... It's, just, it's, yep. it's, it's a bit crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. And would it matter to you if you get on a plane and the stewardess comes up to offer you a little bag of peanuts and she hasn't got makeup on? I probably wouldn't I, even notice. I wouldn't notice. I have one stipulation when I fly, and that is that they don't crash. Yes. That's it. Uh, I hate being off the ground. Yeah. I, I'm not even the most comfortable up here five floors up uh, in the Eastern World Building, as solid as it is, but I still have visions of the whole thing crumbling and me ending up in a pile. Of the I, <laughs> I just That is me, I, and I spend my entire time, including when we went on our honeymoon, I, white knuckles hanging on to the seats, uh, hoping that we get to where we're going and God help me if there's turbulence. So I could give a tinker's cuss if they're wearing makeup or what they're wearing. They could come down in a gorilla suit for all mm. I care. I barely notice. Uh, Joy, uh, from a recruitment person, I mean, uh, these stipulations about, you know, well, women must have heels and stockings and makeup. I mean, is this is this hark back to the I, I, 50s or is yeah, this still is, something that is normal? We've really moved on. And Why I mean, hasn't Qantas then? Because, yeah. you know, the CEO is very progressive yes. about a number of other issues. issues. Why is this issue not being yeah. progressed? And yeah. is, maybe well, it's because of those other issues. Well, I don't that's know. that's it. And, I mean, you know, they sponsor the Mardi Gras and, and everything. So they're obviously promoting inclusivity. Yeah. You know? But I'm with you. Like, you know, all I want is my steward or stewardess to be able to help me if things go wrong. And yeah. whether they're wearing stockings and high heels, really. And, I mean, Couldn't I just less. think it's so impractical. And I'm with Alison. I've put makeup on today to come and see just you impress guys, Lee. just yeah. to impress you, because it comes off on your mask. So what's the point? Oh, and, exactly. And I mean, I remember when I was, I'm a lot older than you guys, when, you know, you went for a job. If you worked in the public service, you worked in a bank, you yes. a teacher, you had to wear stockings. I couldn't tell you the last time I wore a pair of stockings. I don't even know where they are. Good. No, and I, don't I know mean, where to surely, you yep. look how we all dress, where our mums went to work, went to church yes. with gloves and hats. Mm. Hats, you know, they gloves, went shopping. scarf. Yep. So that's the 50s. This is 2022. And yep. I just think, you know, people should be tidy. I mean, I disagree with Alison a little bit about uniforms in that I think the old days, the premise of a uniform in state schools yes. was that everyone looked the same. It was more about inclusivity. Yeah, it was about it was a, inclusivity. The, poor, the, the kids know, that couldn't afford so the clothes, yeah, yep, so yeah. you don't have so some kids turning that, up a designer. And, I think yeah. it's probably gone. But, yeah, I just think, you know, I think people um, 
are entitled to ask people to be respectfully dressed. Yes. You know, like I spend my day telling 18-year-olds that that looks fabulous yep. on the floor of the cube or the rock, but Not please don't workplace. wear it to work. <laughs> yeah. You know, and look, and nobody's expecting yeah. these people and to turn up in their fabulous on the floor of the rock. Yeah. Or the, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. man. <laughs> down there on <laughs> Friday night. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. In that see-through top. Dragged yeah, around at 3 sure. o'clock in the morning yeah. media time. Oh, uh, <laughs> you promised you weren't going to share that story. But, yeah, and by which think... stage the makeup is all running down the face anyway and the, you're carrying oh, the heels. Very... So what does it matter? Do you yeah. know, we were just talking actually um, yesterday, I think it was, in relation to the fact that as soon as you got engaged as a female, you no longer had a job. No, in the public service, you had to leave. A teacher, at the moment only... you were Get married, out. you... Yeah, it's yeah, only the like... That's well, one person until... ago. Like it's my one mother person ago. It's your yeah. mother ago. It's incredible. Well, up until a couple of years ago, to work in a bank, who we won't mention, you, and I don't know if it's still their policy, you had to wear, women had to wear sleeves and you had to wear closed-in shoes. Now, I don't know if that's... Which bank? No, I'm only joking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I should have said that, should I? It's but, 90... Yeah, it's changed. Surely, surely you can be just as good at what you do. Look, yeah. I think if they came down the alleyway, and I don't think they're called stewardesses and stewardesses anymore, aren't they all called the same thing? Hopefully, we just have one name. Two, yeah. Attendance? Anyway, flight attendants. Flight attendants. And we're all yes. the same. Oh, yes. Like yes. batters. So if you're smelly, so if you don't use deodorant, <laughs> yeah. that's something that's you can something. talk about. Mm. If you're wearing tracksuit and Ugg boots, something like that. So, that's yeah, the, but if you're just... dressed you know, in the company uniform, but surely to goodness women... Are these uniform policies outdated? Should women have to wear makeup, stockings, high heels? One triple three five three. We would love for you to weigh in. Uh, thank you to the CEO of the Toowoomba Hospital Foundation, Alison Kennedy. Uh, thank you for your time, uh, and also from Classic Recruitment, Joy Mingay. Thank you for your time. Thanks for Thanks having Lee. us. Thank you. All right, it's the cafe. Thanks to Milk and Honey, uh, Ann Street in Toowoomba. Twenty past eight. Hello, is that Denise? Yes, it is, Lee. Uh, how are you this morning? Fine, thank you. Just oh. a quick one on the uh, comments. Yes. Um, yes, there's a whole lot of places I think that we can uh, change the way we think about uniforms. Um, but I think we also need to realise there are many women out there who actually want to, I don't know that look the path is probably the right way to say it, but they do want to look smart. Yep. Um, so I think that uh, it's then if we if we're not careful, we make them stand out and like oh well who does she think she is attitude. Okay. With regards to Alison's comment on school uniforms, it's a big yes from me. I worked in a school in the Northern Territory many many years ago where the kids, the high school kids, asked for a uniform to stop the difference between going to school and seeing the difference between the haves and the have-nots. Uh, and uniforms yes. are a must at school. Do not tell me the child up to the age of eighteen really understands what's what. And if they're all the same, that's it. It's simple. Yeah, fair. Very well said, Denise. Thank you very much for making the point. Okay, thanks, Really Lee. appreciate your call. Thank you, Denise. Bye. Bye-bye.